On today's episode, we're doing another ranked battle, and we're ranking dads and grads. Jackson's a butt. But- Jackson's a butt. Oh. Ranked battle! Welcome to Ranked, the show where we pick some things and then we rank them. My name is Chris, the Money Monster Gluckman. And I'm Jackson, really like them dimes, Corneliuson. And I'm Joe Coins, Bradcher. <laughs> That's right. And uh, welcome to a special edition of Shark Rank, the show within a show. Where we bring on a young entrepreneur full of vision uh, who's going to pitch us a product that's going to, from what he's told me, is going to change the way we think about business itself. Uh, and he's joined today by, um, uh, it looks like, his, uh, his partners in the business. Uh, wel- welcome to Shark Rank. Uh, remind me your name again. Uh, hello, my name is Devin, and I am asking for... A $100,000 for 10% of my company, Drums. It We're workshopping the name, but right now it's just Drums. With a couple of M's and a Z, because we had to get around uh, copyright law. Drums! Drums! Yeah, it's Drums. You gotta, you gotta do the long M, or we will get in trouble, so... Just keep that in mind if you're wanting to invest. So, uh, Devin, uh, who is this with you? Uh, they're 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 kind of saying silent. Uh, are they your partners? Well, the one is not silent. He his main job. Um, I'll let him introduce himself by name, and then I'll tell I'm, you his job. I'm Keith. I'm Devin's uh, brother-in-law. Keith drums uh, is my 13-year-old brother-in-law. Um, my sister made me. Put him in my company because he really likes the drums. Like, really likes the drums. Get ready. I have a solo. Am I doing the solo later? Well, so his main job uh, for us is to say the name of the company. Drums! So, um, he's more of your hype man. We, uh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then we have a third member. I'll let him introduce himself. <clears throat> Hello, uh, good to meet you. I am I'm Devin's uh, half brother. Uh, I am Billiam Bagsworth. <clears throat> I am lead application developer for the company. <clears throat> we heard so sharks, <laughs> sharks, sharks. That's us. We heard that uh, it was helpful to have a 1850s business tycoon uh, within your company. In order to make it successful, and so yeah, that's just that's just standard. Billiam is that he continues to call himself lead application designer. Um, <clears throat> we are not designing an app yet. We do not do not have that framework ready. You you misunderstand. I'm the lead application developer. This is a makeup company, yes? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he, he. We just have to keep. We just have to keep him happy. He. Uh, doesn't have any money, but he thinks he does. So we just kind of 
We don't know what's going on with him. He is my but actually. I do have money. It was just minted in the 1850s. <laughs> he is actually my half brother, and I do not know how that works. So anyway, okay, okay Devin, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna jump in here. Uh, this is Money Monster uh, Chris Gluckman. Um, so tell me a little bit more about what you I don't know sell and maybe who you're selling it to. That kind of stuff is usually standard for a pitch like this. Oh. Uh, I guess I can go off the cuff. I wasn't, I pretty much just thought y'all would say yes, just kind of meeting the three of us. Um, well, okay. So I, what we do is we make uh, bongo drums that you can play with drumsticks. So it's kind of, we mostly market it towards uh, bands and drum circles uh, pretty much anywhere you would need bongo drums. We, you just, we got, we don't sell the drumsticks. We're working on that, but we do Time sell for my solo. The music of my soul. The reason I'm drawn to this grand crusade. My heart goes out to this music. Billiam really loves the bongos. Um, Keith doesn't as much. He doesn't like the bongos, but he does play them very effectively. Billiam is terrible at them, so I like we just don't let him play. Them, I like to think of them as uh, t- t- tiny, uh, tiny moons. So, we sell these bongos that... Oh, uh... Yeah, yes, go are ahead. Are you mooning us right now? That's right. I like to think about it like I'm playing the drums on a little butt. <laughs> can you can you do that for us really quick? On my own butt? Or yours? It's mine. <laughs> okay. Drop those trousers for me and I'll show you. Alright. Oh, ow. it's That was pretty good. Alright. That's my favorite. Alright, Keith. I'm going to stop you right there. This is Joe Coins Bradshaw. I'm not going to invest in your company because there was way too many exposed bottoms for this television program. Uh, Joe, this is Money Monster Chris again. I think you're going to miss out on a great opportunity here. See, I think that's a competitive advantage. I'm out. Well, I'm in. <laughs> Heck, I'll pay. What'd you ask for? Uh, what'd you ask for, Devin? Uh... I think it was a million. Double. I'll pay double that for half as much of your company. I think it's worth that much. Okay. Here's a clip from next week on Shark Rank. Okay, it's Animal Planet, but this time it's an actual planet. (laughs) I'm talking about a zoo in space. Next time on Shark Rank. That was a... Cold open that has nothing to do with anything or the rest of the podcast, but it sure was fun. <laughs> it sure was fun to do. It allowed us to really explore the space. Mm. Joe, Joe, take the reins. What's uh? What are we up to? Well, boys, after the rousing success of ranked battles, which put us out of the podcast game for six to seven months, we decided. I just woke up. I was sleeping that <laughs> off this whole time. We decided. To bring it back. Um, so, it's graduation season. It's dad season. Well, it's always dad season. Dad, I like to call it dad season. It's dad season. 
Um, That's we weird because I don't like to call it that. We got well, Jackson. Okay, I've been reading a lot about um, positivity, and what you're bringing in right now is a real negative energy that I will not tolerate in my space. I'm going to set some emotional boundaries, and if you're going to keep talking like that, well, I might have to excuse myself from the podcast. That's weird because I've been reading a lot about positively hating everything you just said. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. I'm going to keep. Hey, ex- I hope you have fun with the podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to keep explaining what ranked battles are. So ranked battles are this thing. Hold on, I want to hear Chris's footsteps going away. I'm I'm still mad. He's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming. Oh, he sat down. Okay. Um, I love you guys. I love you guys so much. I couldn't leave. I hope that that. That's weird because I love you too, Chris. Uh, so ranked battles. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be the moderator again. <sighs> And I am going to give these guys a few questions that relate to dads and or grads. And those questions, they're going to each give me an answer. At the end, we'll award points. Um, and whoever comes out the victor uh, gets my undying affection and love. And the loser uh, is off the podcast. So it'll be a pretty high stakes <laughs> situation, but we'll figure it out. So you're saying it's kind of like a mashup between uh, Whose Lines It Anyway and Survivor. Yeah, it's kind of like the newlywed game and that show that the dude who is on Fox News now um, did with the words. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. I hate this hell world. Chuck Willery. And what was his show with the words? He had a show, it's a game show that I always saw on Game Show Network with the words. It was called Lingo. The game was called Lingo, and I don't know why it is so ingrained in my memory. Okay, so, first question relating to dads. First question, dads. Who is the best TV dad, and why? Hmm. When you're ready, gentlemen. And this is fictional dads, or can it be just any time a real dad has appeared on TV? I am leaving this intentionally ambiguous. Chris, how about you go first? Okay. Uh, This one, it might be a bit of a shocker. Um, It's less of a what do you see, but what do you not see if you're tracking? Oh, I'm tracking. I'm saying the best dad on TV um, is... Shaggy's dad from Scooby-Doo. Oh, see, if you would have said Shaggy the Rapper's dad from that one time that he was probably on TV, you would have automatically won. So, you were close. Ooh, yeah, Lonzo Ball. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's Shaggy the Rapper's dad. Little known fact, Shaggy's real name is Lonzo Jr. Um, no, uh, Shaggy's dad, because, and really Fred's dad, you know, Daphne's dad, the whole crew's dads, collective dads. And here's why. They let these kids go on all kinds of wild, ruckus adventures, um, uh, that solve crimes, uh, eat snacks, stay up late, uh, road trip, and seemingly is no problem, because I'm assuming that these kids are 16? 18? That's what I was about to ask. I was always under the impression that they were like mid-20s, even as a kid. Here's the deal, though. Shaggy, he's got, I'm pretty sure, three beard whiskers. 
Which tells me that he is just learning how to develop beard whiskers. I, I think he's a high schooler. Don't, Joe. I see you Googling. Uh, Don't do it. Don't uh, do it to me. I'm not going to tell you yet. But I am going to okay. look up how old he is. Okay. It, well, let me... I can paint it from another direction. Shaggy. Because in a way, Shaggy is Scooby's dad. Hmm. And they have a good father-son relationship. They uh, they do the thing where they, like, eat all of the food in the cafeteria. Because everywhere they go, there's some, like, a cafeteria full of food. And they have big old bellies. Uh, and then they, like, go zoinks. And then they're, like, run away together. Um... They, like, always got each other's back. They're jumping on each other's backs and into each other's shirts and um, generally solving all kinds of capers as a team. And, man, I wish I had that kind of relationship with my dad. You know, that, and that kind of reminds me of something that me and my dad used to do, which is anytime there was just one Scooby snack left, we would, like, turn into this white cloud and occasionally <laughs> our limbs would come out. Um, and then one of us would emerge victorious with the last Scooby snack. Um, but then we'd end up splitting it anyway. So it was a real sweet memory. So, yeah, I see where you're going with that. So I've got a few things to add to this. Please. One, Chris, you are correct. They are all high schoolers. That is so buck wild. Which is are you kidding me? Bonkers. When do they go to school? I do not know. What are they doing for college? Do they participate in team sports? <laughs> Secondly, Shaggy's last name is Rogers. Didn't know that. Scooby-Doo's full name is Scoobert Dubert. I did know that. Which means that... <laughs> it can't be. Which it mean, can't be. Which must mean that uh, Scrappy's full name is Scrappert Dappert. <laughs> but he just well, goes Scrappy by Scrappy Dubert. part Dude. of the Dubert family? Would it be Scrappy Scrappert Dubert? Is he like nephew of Scooby? He's nephew, yeah. And who's who's the relative in between? Is it Scooby's sister or brother? Yeah, it's Hank. Hank the Cowdog? <laughs> Hank the, the Cowdog. Yeah. No, Hankert Dubert. No, it's Hankert Dubert the Cowart, Cowbert Dogbert. The Cowardly Dog. <laughs> um, so, the other thing I want to add. Last thing. When I say, is Shaggy on Google, what do you expect the first thing to pop up? Gay. Well, that's a good guess, but no. Another one. Hi. Yeah, so a pothead, hi, whatever. You know, like, he gives off that vibe. No, the first thing is, is Shaggy a vegetarian? Good question. I don't know. I don't know if the show ever uh, explains that canon. Now, is that maybe then referring back to Shaggy the rapper? No, because then, further down the page, it says specifically, is Shaggy in Scooby-Doo a vegetarian? Is apparently a common question on Google. Two, is Shaggy from Scooby-Doo dead? Oh no! Please tell me it's not true. <laughs> is Shaggy married? Is Shaggy Rogers a vegetarian? So it comes up again. People are really wondering about There's this a whole... big thing about Shaggy Rogers. Is he like having a kind of like a renaissance? Is Shaggy rich? Is Shaggy a pothead? And then my favorite one, is Shaggy Texas? Calm down. Don't know what that means. Probably should not Google that. But just wanted to go through that fun little thing I discovered. That's my go-to first date question. <laughs> Is Shaggy Texas calm down? Right, because I get bored of the same old, same old, like, oh, where are you from? What do you do? You know, who's your best friend? What's your mom like? Is your mom hot? <laughs> Is your mom Stacy? Are you Stacy? Is, Is your mom Stacy? Like, who, where's Stacy? Does she have it going on? Yeah, so I try to spice it up, and I ask... 
is Shaggy is Shaggy Texas calm down? <laughs> but is he though? But I, I see you looking at me. See you looking at me, not answering this. I'm going to withhold these delicious baby back ribs until you answer me. <laughs> you may not have. You may not get your baby back. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. That, Shaggy, that song, Texas, calm down. <laughs> that song takes on a very different meaning if you like just shorten it from back ribs. Like, yeah. If you take out I ribs, want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> please, please give me my baby back, baby please. back, baby back. Uh, you asked if you could hold him thirty minutes ago, <laughs> and you said that the only way I could get my baby back was through song. And now I'm singing this song, and you're still holding my baby. And what's that? Okay, you're oh, you're doing the thing. Oh, you're pretending to get a phone call <laughs> and walking oh. away with my baby. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, I got to take this. I got. He's got to take this too. Barbecue sauce. All right, Jackson. What? Bring it. With the dad? Yeah. TV dad. Yeah, mine, mine, it turns out mine wasn't a dad, so I'm frantically Googling TV dad. Oh, no. <laughs> Last thing about this. Apparently, the guy who voiced him was Casey Kasem, and he became a vegetarian, and he insisted that Shaggy become a vegetarian from that point on. Okay, so there is a story there. It's a very dumb story, because if you're like, I my fi- I won't go on to this unless my fictional character becomes a vegetarian also. It's pretty stupid. Jackson, tell me about tell me about your dad. Uh, I, uh, I kind of got put in a bind because I realized that Wilson from Home Improvement, the neighbor, was not a dad <laughs> because his wife died long before oh, the gosh. show aired. Fun fact. Oh, no. The character? The character's wife died. The character's wife died, and turns out he had some childhood trauma where his parents would not allow him to talk to the neighbors, so that's why he talks to the neighbors all the time. Oh, that's no. That's part of the backstory that of is home canon improvement? Home improvement. God dang. And so the best TV dad that I can think of is Eustace Bag from Courage the Cowardly Dog, who is... Are you just... Okay. <laughs> I, hey, I'm going, I'm going Wait, in a similar is direction. is bag a dad, though? I thought he's he a, just had a dog. He's a dog dad. Uh, if you're going to say Shaggy was Scooby's dad, do not <laughs> take this away from me. Don't you dare. Okay, Pretend you I want to hear your case, here. though. I really want to hear your case for why Eustace Bag is, cur- is a good dad to Courage. Please, go. Okay. Your liberal, pot smoking, <laughs> shaggy, scooby, hippy dippy dad relationship cool dad. is all well and good for the coastal elites. Okay, <laughs> oh, no. but but for the heartland you know, of America, the meat of America, true for the Americans silent majority <laughs> need a gun owning, God fearing father stands show, for the national cot dang anthem <laughs> and to show that the way to raise your child up is not to you know go on adventures with them and coddle them have fun with them and all that kind of stuff it's to build character by terrifying them daily and that's what Eustace Bag does for Courage the Cowardly Dog with his oogity booga booga at every single theme song. He does oogity booga booga. What else does he do though? All I can think of is how he berates him verbally, 
Okay. Every, time, every time he walks in the room, he goes, stupid dog! Okay. That's like his whole bit. It seems like a lot of the time he's getting kidnapped by some sort of uh, planet-eating monster. Yeah, demon. And uh, Courage has to save him. What this sounds more like is Courage is a good son, and Eustace is a not good dad. But why was Courage a good son? In spite of his father. Because Eustace built care. In spite of his father. With his Ooga Boogas. <laughs> Ooga booga booga. I rest my case. Okay. I don't... Are you, you're suggesting some sort of codependency where... <laughs> where Courage because would not have... Because of the trauma have. that Courage was experiencing at the hands of Eustace Bag, he had no choice but to continue to stick near his owners when there were plenty of opportunities for escape. Yes. Ooga booga. Stupid dog! You made me look bad! Alright. I will take both of these into consideration. And I will also wonder, is Courage the cowardly dog a vegetarian? And our next question is... What secondary degree would you like to have? So you, you both have degrees. So you can't... One second dairy degree. So some sort of milk-related degree. Yes. That what milk-related degree would you like to have? You know, a second airy degree. So like aerospace engineering. Hey, like... any any more fun play on words based on what I said? Y'all want to just go ahead and get those out? What secondary <laughs> degree? No. So this has to be a degree... That you don't have, that you wish you had. Okay, that I wish I had. So something that would advance my career, add to my personal self-fulfillment, self-actualization. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> I would get a degree. I already have it. Um, I would get a degree, um, and I'm assuming you would become proficient in this degree. You wouldn't just get it, and it's like a for-profit university, and you don't really get any of the real-life skills. You like become a master of this. Hot take. Like you actually get this up? It's up to you, my boy. Okay. Well, assuming that I went to a good school for this, I would want a degree in um, immediate witty comebacks and retorts. <laughs> okay. So that way, like you know how, like three days later, you're like, oh, I should have said this. So like every single time, I would mm. be like, no, up your button around the corner. That would be like good. whenever they said up your button around the corner, like I would be able to say right back to them, like no, up your button around the corner. Yeah. Hey, class is in session, Jackson. We're okay. going gonna to help. Can we, You want to do a little practice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and keep in mind, I don't have this degree, and I want it. That's fine. It, it's like a muscle. You just got to get the reps. All right, okay. <clears throat> Yo, Jackson, that shirt make you look like some kind of burnt waffle. Well, you best be going to Waffle House. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thematically on track, where it's moving in the yeah. in the correct, we're in the right orbit. There was so waffle good, mentioned. Good work. You did mention waffle, which was good. Okay. The bad part is that now they're going to eat your shirt because oh. you kind of confirmed that it did look like a burnt waffle. It'd be a bad one because it's burnt, but th- they would still eat your shirt, most of it at least. Oh, and then they probably roast my shirtless body. So then it's just going to kind of spiral, huh? Okay, uh, Chris, can you try again? I'll try. Uh, I'll... With the same with the oh, same. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get, run it back. Run it back. Oh, same same one? Okay. <clears throat> Here, I think I think I learned my lesson. Hey, yo, Jackson, you be looking like some kind of burnt waffle looking boy. No, up your button around the corner. Oh! 
boy. Ah, uh, there. Yeah, that's, pretty, that's like you're playing the Trump card. I like it. Yeah, I, I um. No, but I, okay. Are you ready for the continuation of the conversation? Because what if it? You know, you don't know if they're gonna. Uh, Chris, I think we're all pretty sure that they are too devastated. To yeah, speak. they're probably okay. dead, Chris. That's fair. Uh, do we, Joe, Joe? Do you want to have a crack at it? Yeah, I want to crack at one. Okay. All right. Boy, your face looks like a book. <laughs> Dang right, some kind of war and peace looking boy. Well, we we best get going to the library. <laughs> I see. Okay, again, I see you have a formula. Pretty, pretty solid. <laughs> library is good. It's good to kind of take it to the library. I mean, that's where that's where the books are. <clears throat> what about something like? Um, you wouldn't even know what a book looks like. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Joe, do you have any feedback for me? Yeah, I you you seem to have kind of a formula that when someone says something, you just do word association and say the first thing and say you should go there, um, which is good. Here, let's all right. We'll run it back again. Run it back. Just stay away from that formula. Try try one without that formula. Okay. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Boy, your face look like a book. Uh, that book's up your butt and around the corner. Ooh. I've died. I've I'm deceased. Oh. Okay, cool. So I think well, you thanks, guys. I think, I think um I think can I use this on my resume to apply yeah, for this. Degree? You have that degree now. No, you just have it. Oh. oh, so use it on your resume for like getting jobs because you have that degree oh, now. Sweet. Well, thank you. All right, Chris, your turn. What would you like to know? <laughs> what would you like to know? <laughs> I mean, like... Well, welcome to our new game show where we look something up on Wikipedia for you. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to know? Um, okay, my, my secondary degree would be in um, thinking outside the bun. Okay. Sort of within the school of philosophy, I guess, I'd like to uh, really open up my borders. I think I've been um, victim of a lot of bun-based logic, bun-based reasoning for a lot of my life. Bun-B. Been a victim of Bun-B. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I've been, you know, considering some, you know, going to some counseling, maybe reading some... Self-help books like Bun Be Gone and um, Life After Bun. Um, But I think if I could get a degree in it and be able to help others think outside the bun, too, that would be really, um, that would be really cool to give back in that way. So you want to be like a thinking outside the bun counselor? I think so. Yeah, I want to get one of those T-A-O-B-C certifications. All right, Chris, I've got one question for you. We got it. Wait, time out. I just want to make sure everybody knows that that acronym was wrong. <laughs> well, it's what you're going to get, so that's too bad. I'm pretty sure the country's best yogurt, T-O-B. No, that was right, Chris. <laughs> all right, Chris. We've got to keep things punchy here. Everybody knows that okay. we are all about just, you know, being concise and not letting things go on too long. Sure, so that's right. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, you know, be on brand here and ask you one question. That's right. Okay. What is the number one thought? 
So you've, you've obviously got some ideas rolling around in there. What is the number right. one thing where you are thinking outside the bun right now? Not right now, but like in your current life. Where I'm al- where I've already kind of achieved that outside the bun. Yes, where are yes. you already thinking outside of the bun? That's good. Um, I've been thinking a lot about, I guess what you would call abstract geometry lately. So you've been putting your tacos on your plate just kind of all smeared around? Well, I wouldn't even confine it to the plate. See, I'm... <laughs> I don't want to be shape normative. Okay. All right. So, so when people say plate, there's a lot of there's a lot of baggage there. Uh, you're assuming a sort of circular situation, but I'm like, what if you served me food on an inverted spiral? Okay. What if you gave me food shaped like f- freedom? I, like, I want to open up the gates. I don't want us to be bound to our history to tradition, to, you know, certain people have power. They get to write history. They get to define what is normal. And I want to open up the gates. I want to say, give me that burrito, but shape it like your favorite cloud from your memory. <laughs> but, like, not the actual cloud, but, like, a memory cloud. I want a burrito that is look that looks more like that. Okay. And I think that's I think that captures the spirit. What do you guys think? Well, I just wanted to ask one other quick question. I'll let, then I'll let Jackson answer, and then we'll move on. Okay. Can you buy inverted spirals at Pottery Barn? Oh, of course. They come at a premium right now. Okay. You 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 throw you throw some like um, distressed paint on the outside of that inverted spiral. Maybe like uh, fill it with some old I don't know grain. Oh, I thought you were going to say souls of your grandparents or something. Fill it with the old souls of your grandparents. <laughs> okay. Uh, but then kind of add as a garnish, maybe. Just then the grain. Then the grain. Yeah. Okay, on top. All right, Jackson. So, Chris, I really like what you're doing there, and it really inspired me. Uh, you're talking about, like, food delivery systems, and I'm kind of thinking, like, you know, there's first meal, second meal, third meal, you know, lunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And, you know, Taco Bell, the innovators, of course, uh, in the world of thinking outside the bun, introduced fourth meal. But... I want to expand upon that just a touch and maybe introduce meals when you don't want them. Like when you're not trying to eat. Like Ooh. Like I'm talking you you're a very sick dog who you've had for sixteen years. You're finally putting them down. You are having a lovely day at the park. Um, uh-huh. you've hired a vet to come out and peacefully send the dog into oblivion. And right as the dog takes its last breath, like someone comes and shoves a taco in your mouth. You know? Like, you didn't want to eat in that moment. Mm. But that's that's real outside the bun. That is way... You're thinking way outside the bun. Even though that was Chris's answer to the question, you may have won the category just based on that answer. I'm saying, I, I like where you're going. It's like, okay, you go scuba diving in the Cayman Islands. It's like the trip of a lifetime. You're... You're underwater. You're looking at coral reefs. You get all the way down to the ocean floor, and you you peel you you pull up a rock, and underneath is just a a, a big old bowl of spaghetti. You see the spaghetti. You're thinking, you know, the spaghetti's okay. It's got a little ocean water, a little bit too salty for me, but I need some sauce. Oh wait, I haven't breathed this entire time that I've been down here. You take a breath of your oxygen. It's tomato sauce. This had been planned since the beginning of time. Tomoxygen. 
tomato soxygen. H two mato. That's water, not oxygen. We've pretty much gotten as as far as the east is from the west. That's how far we have removed ourselves from the bun. Hold on, you just missed something very good. What was that? Jackson said H two mato, and then he realized that that was water and not air. <laughs> It was a very good joke that did not make sense. <laughs> All right. Well, you free thinkers can keep thinking about that. But for now, we're going to move on to our next question. I want you to give your dad an award. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Give your dad an award. <laughs> okay. You want me to give your my specific dad. dad. An award. My father, You're f- David James Gluckman. Don't say... Doctor David... Okay. You just... His identity is already dox- stolen. Am I doxing my own dad? Your identity is already... You're talking about the... You're talking about the David James Gluckman <laughs> that lives at 307? <laughs> okay, I, I want to give my dad an award. <laughs> Alright, Jackson. Um, I want to give him an award for best supporting actor in a role um, <laughs> in a scene in my life where... Um, <laughs> where I was very young, probably about six years old, and very impressionable, and he was referring to a person on TV, I believe, when he said the phrase, that man has the biggest nipples I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I don't remember the man's nipples. I don't remember the TV show. I just remember him saying that. And I was young. And so a family friend was coming over, um, and they were over, and I was laying in the chair, and the family friend was there, and I looked over to my dad and said, to the family friend, who is an adult, same age as my dad, and said, you know, my dad has the biggest nipples I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I want to give my dad the best supporting actor in this scene in my life because of the look of shock he gave me, as if to say, where did you learn that phrase? <laughs> And the fact that it scarred me so much, and I was so embarrassed that I remember it to this day, 22 some odd years later. That's oh, it's my favorite part about this is that I was assuming in this category that you would just give a made up award, like that it would be some, you know, dad specific thing, like best farter or something. I love that you took an actual <laughs> award and fit it to that category perfectly. Like you just nailed it. That's that's perfect. There's nothing to add to that story. It's just it's perfect. Yeah, hard to top that. But um, I mean, I'm gonna get personal. I don't. I usually try not to get personal on this show. So I I really want to make a name for myself as a you know I want to kind of have my own thing. I, I don't want to like rest on the laurels of of my father and his success or anything, but. I am. I'm gonna award my dad an award he's been given, which is Forbes' richest man in the world. Uh, back in the '90s, he started a small online uh, book selling kind of e-commerce website, and since then, it's really exploded. I don't think he was expecting it, but basically now they're like the leading online marketplace, um, and he's quietly amassed. I mean, billion. We're talking billions with a B. Uh, of dollars and my dad is jeff bezos <laughs> oh i thought he was craig from the list oh of list yeah. fame no but he's a close family because that's where i get all my books <laughs> like a small book selling marketplace yeah little known fact his name is actually craig list wow and what's funny is list isn't spelled the way you'd think 
L Y S T. Well, it starts with a J, and yeah, that it's a make... Nordic. It's yeah. Nordic. <laughs> it's like Mjolnir. Uh huh. So your dad is Jeff Bezos, Bezos, Bezos. Yeah, I don't like to talk about it. Usually, it's weird because literally just. 30 minutes ago, you were saying he's a dentist. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Jeff Bezos, he's no Steve Jobs. He's no um, the Microsoft guy. But his deal... Like, oh, Steve Jobs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also Steve Jobs. <laughs> um, he's not Walt Disnerman or whatever. And he's kind of been playing, a low, playing it low-key for a lot of his career. He actually had a very successful career as a dentist before. Uh, and that was when his name was David... James Clarkman. That's right. That's why I wasn't scared to say it, because I know you can't dox Jeff Bezos. Come on. <laughs> you can't dox somebody that has money. <laughs> no, he'll kill you. Okay. All right, well, we'll move on. My next question is, what is, and I think you'll you'll get this when I get to the end of the question, but what is the best song from Kanye West's album, Graduation? Hmm. See, I've listened to that album a whole lot. <laughs> I bet. See, that's a joke. See, what Jackson just did there was a <laughs> joke. <laughs> See, Jackson has bad taste in music and doesn't listen to it. I don't have bad taste in music. I just don't have a taste in music. Yeah, I don't know if you have bad taste. You just don't listen to music. And I can tell you what, certainly now I won't be going back and revisiting that one. Yeah, I think you can. It's a very good album, but I think it's okay if you steer clear of it. Jackson, do you need me to go first so that yeah, you kind of get an idea? Yeah, love go first. So that you can look at the names of songs and just pick one? So, I, I love the album Graduation, and it's hard for me to pick one song. I think my favorite thing about the whole album, really, is that, it, and a lot, of, a lot of people don't know this, but it's sort of a concept album. Um, if you play it backwards, he kind of prophesize his whole career going forward from the time of graduation so i mean he talks about he's like i'm going to have a feud with taylor swift and then he's like um i'm gonna have some controversial opinions about a lot of things (laughs) about most things and then he kind of lists them off and he's like i think fish should vote that's one of them (laughs) uh He's like, I have a I have a cool hat that I like to wear that's signed by a person that uh, you won't believe. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> that people have mixed opinions on. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I've been waiting for years and years and years to see the fulfillment of the prophecies in this song. Um, it's crazy that that's what you hear when you play Stronger by Kanye West backwards. Yep. It is weird. It's a little note. Like, people just don't. Like, it's just right there. Yeah. It's sitting people, in front and, of their ears. And people love to talk about conspiracy theories. That's what's crazy to me. They're like, if you play Queen backwards, it's like, I want to die. And it's like, maybe there's a secret planet that lizard people come from. People love talking about this stuff. They don't talk about Kanye West's prophetic capabilities. <laughs> that are, it's It wasn't even hidden. Like, it was just straight up. If you listen to it backwards, he says it clearly. Uh Uh-huh. His first tweet, when Twitter came out, his first tweet was, Guys, I put something cool in my album. If you play it backwards, I tell the future. And nobody thought he was... Everybody was like, oh, classic first tweet. (laughs) He's just getting warmed up. All right. Stronger, that is a good uh, candidate. I like it. That that don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. 
Jackson. I'm looking at the lyrics to my favorite song, uh, Homecoming, <laughs> which is the first one I could find lyrics to. <laughs> but it's also my favorite. And uh, in verse one, yeah. it says, this is, this is why it's my favorite song. He said, I met this girl when I was three years old. And what I love most, he had so much soul. And so a lot of people are talking about his prophecies, but um, what I like was that he's... He can see ghosts. I thought you were going to say that he was a lich. I thought what you were going to say is that he's the rapper Common, because I think that might be a verse from a song by Common. No, no, this is 100% Kanye West, according to Genius.com. I, I trust Genius. Okay, I trust you. Um, well, Joe, here's the thing. Uh, he could see ghosts because he was a lich. And not a lot of people know that about him. His, his, prophetic, his prophetic prowess comes from the fact that he... he he is an undead being, um, detached from his mortal coil, and uh, pretty much just uh, a being of magic and terror housed in a grotesque flesh shell. Okay. It's a whole lot of inference from one line. Well, if you listen to it backwards, he pretty much lays it out, you know, step by step, day by day. He wrote the, the lyrics to the Full House theme song. You know what? Never mind. That's my favorite song by him is uh, the Full House theme <laughs> song uh, by Kanye West. Okay. Okay, okay, I'm starting to see how the strings come together because I'm looking at a song by Common called I Used to Love Her and his first verse says I met this girl when I was 10 years old and what I loved most she had so much soul and what's funky about that is that Common wrote the theme song to Step by Step <laughs> Day by Day Step by Step Common and Kanye Sorry, I just can't get over the fact that <laughs> Chris called me out on getting the theme song wrong. <laughs> yeah, you did straight up say it. I didn't even pick it up. And neither did I. <laughs> and you made the joke that Jackson... None of us got that we just had the same joke twice. That's terrific. Well, so the correct answer there was that one line in uh, Good Morning where he says, Good morning, so that he can ride morning with valedictorian. And that's the best That's the best part of graduation. <laughs> good, good morning, yeah. That's mansion, that's mansion Wisconsin uh, territory right there. Um, that's like when um, Ozzy Osbourne rhymed uh, masses with uh, masses in that song. <laughs> Black masses with black masses. Um, okay, so as a tiebreaker for that one, because neither of you got points, um, I would are like. Are there points? Do you ha- are you keeping score over there? Yes, I'm keeping score. I'm going to tell you at the end. Okay. God. Okay, so four points on this category, so that one of you gets points. You have to. You each get one minute to give me your best interpretation of the poop to scoop verse from Kanye's recent song. What does that sound like again? Uh, I believe it's playing right now. Poopy de scoop. Scoop de dee whoop. Whoop de scoop de poop. Poop de scoop de scoop de whoop. Whoopy de scoop whoop poop. Poop de dee whoop scoop. Poop. Poop. Scoop de dee whoop. Whoop de dee scoop. Whoop de dee scoop poop. Yes, yes, oh, the music fills my soul. The void that once was is no longer. All right, 
I'm cutting it from a minute. You have 30 seconds, actually. I have not felt such joy since that young child flayed played drumsticks on bongos that were actually a man's butt. Mm. Is that your interpretation of it? Or no, you wanna... did you guys not see Billiam Bagsworth come back in here really quick? Oh. and just? Yeah, he ran in. Did he forget his phone? His old-timey <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell phone that he brought? <laughs> yeah, it's one of the ones with, like, two pieces. And, uh, oh, one second, he's sending me one. It takes a very long time. Give me one second. Jackson, are you just making... <laughs> Are you making sounds while you wait for the telegraph to come in? What's no, happening? the telegraph's coming in. It's in Morse code. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, I understand, but... <laughs> if we have any listeners that know Morse code, please tell us what Jackson <laughs> what just said. What did Jackson just say? It's probably super offensive. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, did he just send you one? He said, up your button around the corner. <laughs> oh, dang it, he got me. William burned me so hard. All right, Jackson, 30 seconds. Give me your interpretation. Um, so a lot of people would say that uh, this snippet of song would s- indicate that Kanye is losing his grip on reality and uh, losing his uh, creative edge and really just putting out a bunch of crap that no one would ever enjoy in their right mind. But I would not say that. I would say that uh, the, the poop scooping mentioned in the song is actually a meta-analysis of his role as a father and... Uh, how he is breaking the gender roles, and how uh, it's not all the woman's job to, you know, care for the child. I think that's what Kanye's saying here, because clearly he's a genius and not unhinged and uh, losing every facet of who he used to be. Very good. That's your 30 seconds. All right, and Chris, go. I believe he's setting up um, a foundation for a spoken word a poem that maybe he uh, performs live over the track, or maybe he wants us to kind of fill in with our own spoken word poetry. So um, I will do my best to kind of fill in the other half, and then maybe you know on your own you can edit in uh, the the backing track. But <clears throat> poop did he scoop? You pooped my scoop, but I scooped your poop. You're my dad, and I love you, but I wish you wouldn't scoop that poop too, poop. To whoop my scoop? With me, your son? I really wish you wouldn't. It's time for my graduation to the next level. I'm your dad now, and you're my son. I scooped that poop. You went to poop doop scoop with uh, me, your son, and you're my dad again. (laughs) And time. (laughs) As clarified, nope. And our mom, who is your wife, and that's my mom. And <laughs> you're done. I you're think done. my favorite part <laughs> cut off. Um, of that spoken word poetry is the uh, unsureness that the that the <laughs> presenter is given whenever he goes um in the middle of it. Um, it really adds an entire weight. Uh, I think Chris wins that round because <laughs> he really went for it. He really went for it there. Um, I guess I I'll tell you the rest in a minute. All right, I think that. Our last one is going to be our last little rapid-fire one. So we've had the Dad Award for your own dad. What I want you to do next is give the Dad Award overall. So this is just, like, the best thing you could give to a dad. Like, the Dad Award. And I want, it's got to be quick, punchy, like a, like we talked about. We're known for our efficiency. So is this kind of like a back-and-forth until we can't think of awards? Like, we're going to, like, com- sure. we're, we're competing to keep adding awards for dads yes that's what i meant okay great 
And I'm going to join in too. Great. All right. So who, what's the order going to be? Me, then Jackson, then Joe, then me, then Jackson, then Joe? Yep. And then how about this? Between every submission, we all yell, Dad. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. It'll be great. I say something, and then you yell, and we all yell, Dad. And then Jackson says something, and we all yell, Dad. For a dads and grads episode, this is really leaning hard on the dads. I didn't realize how much we were focused on dads. You're the moderator. This is all I know. on you. I'm, I'm just saying, it, it took its own form. I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm going to give this award. Uh, can I get, can I, are we getting started? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to give this award to a dad for building a coffee cup so big he could use it as a hot tub. Dad! dad! Um, I'm going to give this award to a dad, and it's just a coffee mug that says, World's Best Dad, World's Worst Golfer. Dad! dad! I'm going to give this award to a dad who fell asleep on the couch and just slept there the whole dang time dad i'm gonna give this award to a dad who is a real uh fixer-upper kind of guy um and he started that diy project in the garage seven years ago and he'll get to it dad Dad. i'm gonna give this award to the dad that's really into survivor in its 30th season dad Dad. i'm gonna give this award to the dad who doesn't want to get up to get his own drink, but makes it seem like it's the most important job in the world for you to do it. Dad! And we could go for... Hey, hold on real quick. We could go for a while on this, so let's just do one more round, and then you both get a point. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give this award to a dad who always FaceTimes me with the camera pointed straight up his nostrils. <laughs> dad! dad! And this award's going to go to a dad who has that one profile picture where they're like holding the phone really far away and they're looking at the phone really confused and their glasses are kind of at the bottom of their nose. Dad! This is going to go to that one dad on Twitter who just tweeted his text messages for a while. (laughs) Dad! Dad! (laughs) Alright, you both get a point for that. Alright, great. And let me go through the final tally. It's a very scientific process here. Um. So our f- boy, I sure hope I mm-hmm. win and Jackson loses. I sure hope I our f- favorite TV dad. Jackson super depressed me on that one, and I wasn't super into Shaggy as a dad of a dog, or the dude from Cow- Cowardly Dog. So no one gets points for that one. Fair. <laughs> You both get points for the dad award. That was good. The, the This one, the overall category. Okay. Uh, you both get points for your poopy scoop. Oh, wait, no, no. Chris won that one. Chris did win that one. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Although, Jackson, you're a close second. Oh, sweet. Um, so right now we're two to one, Chris, to Jackson. The secondary degree you would like to have, I'm going to give it to Jackson. Um, up your button around the corner Jackson but your face looks like a book though <laughs> it does look like a book um, looking like Anna Karenina over here <laughs> his answer to Chris's how he was thinking outside the bun was so good that uh, he gets that one um, and the last point is for the dad award the dad award for your own dad 
And that one is going to go to Jackson for giving an Oscar to his dad. So, Jackson, you are our winner of the second ranked battles. Congratulations. You get my undying love and affection. I guess uh, I guess it's just a me and Joe show from now on. Ooh, the me and Joe show. That has a good ring to it. It's uh, Josh Ooh. show. Me and Josh. Really? I'm, is this I'm like now around Josh. the horn where I'm muted now and I just like can't participate for the rest of the show? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's been our show. Cool. We hope you enjoyed it. Do we want to do favorite things this week? I think we should. I can think of something. Chris, what's your number one favorite thing? I think Chris muted himself. Oh, crud. Chris's favorite thing is being <laughs> recalcitrant. If this was a video format, Chris's joke right now would be hilarious. Hilarious. All right, so Chris, um, we're going through top things of the week, so let's hear about yours. Cool. Um, so I've been on a like old school comedy kick recently, like going back and uh, checking out some stuff that maybe was before my time. So I just watched Dirty Rotten Scoundrels which is a comedy from 1988 with Steve Martin and Michael Caine before he had gray hair. Whoa. Probably the most impressive part of that movie, uh, where they play con men who are competing uh, to uh, run the con uh, in this small town in Europe. So super funny, classic humor. Speaking of dads, I realized as I was watching it that every joke that my dad has ever made came from Steve Martin. <laughs> Um, so it's really like uh, if you ever like grew up listening to songs that were influenced by the Beatles, like bands that were influenced by the Beatles, but you'd never listened to the Beatles before. And then you listen to the Beatles and you're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. That's kind of what happened to me watching Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. So I, think, um, I recommend it. It's pretty funny. I think Michael Caine actually got an Oscar for not having gray hair in that movie. <laughs> we're confident that you're going to be known for being the old man. So we'll just go ahead and give this to you now. <laughs> all right jackson take it away um flowers have not been getting a lot of love in the news lately and so i'm gonna say plants wait f- flowers have been not not, a, not a lot, a lot of, of positive love. news about flowers lately is there a lot of negative uh, news or is it just kind of neutral oh gosh you see the national Enquirer, the globe like there's all kinds of nasty mudslinging <laughs> around flowers right now. you know ever since that cult movie uh what's the one with the plant that goes feed me the happening, yeah. Ever since the happening, um, plants have been getting a lot of negative news in the press about, you know, if a nuclear <laughs> plant opens up, they're like, "Well, all the plants are going to kill us. Better not plant some ficuses." But I planted some ficuses recently, and like they they add a lot to the home. And so I'm going to say gardening plants. That sounds nice. That's a very pleasant thing. It doesn't all have to be jokes and goofs, you guys. Yeah, it's usually not at this part. Chris wasn't either. This is a classically jokeless part of the or show. Arguably, every part of the show is that. Okay. Well, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> the other way is that there's lots of jokes and that we have fun here. So, kind of tomato, tomato. Jackson, I'm going to put you on the spot again. <clears throat> Get ready with your comeback. The other way to think about it is that you're the joke. Oh, better go to the, to the joke store. Ah. <sighs> Hey, you're you're getting there. You're getting Sorry, there. I'll get it one day. Um, yes. My top thing of the week is John Mulaney's new stand-up special. I don't think I talked about it last week. It's so good. I might have talked about it last week, but I don't think I did. You did not. Um, it's fantastic. He's, I think he is in kind of the pantheon of great comedians. Like he, 
he is just so good. Every one of his specials is good. I've listened to him since I remember when the top part came out and I was like, man, this guy's really good. And then he just has continued to get more famous, which he should. Um, so his new special is in radio city music hall and it just is killer. It's funny the whole time. Um, and it's exactly what you want from a comedy special. It's so. incredible. So I saw it live when they came through Austin. Yeah. When they, when they John Mulaney and his crew. John and the Mulaney's. John, when when John came to town, oh, my old boy John, uh, I saw him when he came to Austin, and it was amazing. And then I watched it again, like on the Netflix special, and I laughed at every joke again. It's Yeah. His delivery is amazing. And it's great in like seeing it in Radio City Music Hall. Like it looks really cool. Oh, and the other thing I want to add is Donald Glover's episode of Saturday Night Live. Amazing! Every single skit was good. It was all very funny. It's so good. Go back and listen to that or watch that. I guess you could listen to it. You can listen to it too. It might be weird. Have I ever told you guys that back when I was in middle school or whatever and I had LimeWire, I would download SNL clips and just listen to them? Oh. So like... There is a Celebrity Jeopardy episode that I've never seen that I've listened to probably, like, dozens of times. Oh, boy. Anyway, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Um, Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, Please. It helps us out. Um, Drums. If not for any other reason, just for motivation that somebody likes what we're doing. Leave a five-star review and just say, Drums! Drums! Um, Please... uh, Follow us on Twitter at RankedCast. Uh, you can email us at rankpod at gmail.com, rankedcast at gmail.com, or halo the computer game at gmail.com. I'll stick with halo the computer game at gmail.com. Um, you can also follow us. We have a new Instagram. It is also RankedCast. So I think that's all the plugs I've got. Do you guys have anything to add? Yeah. Follow me um, just around. Like if you're in Austin, <laughs> I would love for you to just kind of hang out about 20 yards back from wherever i'm at that would be cool yeah that sounds good and uh, follow me like the nintendo me yeah follow your me on the meverse joe thanks for facilitating us through another episode of ranked battle there can only be one <laughs> thank you guys again for joining us until next time i've been chris gluckman i've been jackson loving those dimes Corneliuson. and i continue to be joe coins bradshire Night night. Night night. Up your button around the corner. <laughs>